It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. Okay, let me play this video for you guys. Of course, it's on Boyce Watkins' page. I don't know what is his obsession with trying to tiptoe around holding black women accountable. I just don't, I don't know. It's like this thing. He's just like, he's been on a mission, especially ever since Kevin Samuels died, but even ever since Kevin Samuels rose on the scene to like, Come on, guys, we cannot hold black women accountable. I mean, we just, I mean, he just finds every, you know, intelligent way to like try to sway black men from speaking about black women. And I, I think a big part of it is because, you know, I mean, if you follow Boyce, you know, he's been holding them accountable a long time ago. I think ever since he got married, he just doesn't want to believe the things about black women that he hears. And someone his age, someone with his educational degree, my bad. Not even his degree. His degree doesn't really mean shit in this conversation. His educational background. These are the type of people I know them. You know, saying when they when they hear things, they listen and they, they kind of soak it in a little bit. And if it's something that they don't want to hear, they 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 will try not to believe it and try to get other people to be like them as well. So that way they don't have to deal with it as much and they can kind of well, no, no, that's not true, right? No, no, black women don't do that, right? No, 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 no. You know, keep in mind he did marry a single mother who did whatever she did i'm not judging her and waited till she was in her 40s or whatever however old they are to want to marry a guy like boyce so to just keep that in mind so you know you know the narrative that's going around right now it's no secret especially the kevin Savage narrative things like that you know what i'm saying and i feel like that's what that's what's really going on here because it's like but you're on a mission and it's kind of weird at this point. But hold on, let me play this video for you guys. And I, honestly, I haven't even heard the video. I just seen the caption. So we're gonna hit it again. A lot of y'all off listening to us, but I just got to be very honest with it. When I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. If you in the sports, if you the leader of the team, and the team loses, they gonna come at you, right? Because mm -hmm. you the leader, mm -hmm. you quarterback. If we the leader of the community. And if black women are so out of control, or modern women are so out of control, then ain't that on us? Yeah. Like, then we drop the ball some fucking way? Yeah. Because when I think about it, like, we are the least, if we're just talking about black men and black women, we are less educated than them. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where we even start to make less money than them. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we even in a fucking position to hold them accountable. Hold each other accountable. Let them hold they let them hold each other they accountable. They don't hold each other and then accountable. Kind of come back and meet in the middle. This is why I don't this is why I can't and this is why I choose not to really associate with black people as a whole anymore. I love black people, but this is why. We'll never get anywhere. It's because of that exact mentality right there. First of all, you're not considering the factors that go into why these women have been able to get, quote unquote, more educated. Then we have to really look at this educated thing because the results don't show that. Because when black men do go get a degree, they go get degrees in things that will actually help change the world, change the community, or at least change their lives. Black women go, yes, they have a lot of degrees, but degrees in what? What are they getting degrees in? What are they doing with these said degrees? If I go to college right now and i go to even if i go to harvard right harvard is a law school right okay so if i go to harvard and go to law school and i don't do anything within my degree 
I don't really feel like I have the right to flash my degree around to people. I could flash everything else, but what is what are we what are we talking about here? You see what I'm saying? What are we really talking about? That's number one. Number two, you are blaming this generation, which we're the ones that's dealing with these quote unquote modern women for what maybe because he looks like an older brother, what your generation did. Yeah, I don't feel like I should have to deal with it. And neither should these younger modern women be trying to internalize a lot of shit that they did not go through and then putting all the blame and casting it on this new generation that has beat the false narratives. And as a black man, for you to feel like you could speak like that and not acknowledge the fact that a lot of the narratives that are put out there, a lot of the things that are put out there about the black man are either simply just not true anymore or they're just simply outdated. And these things no longer have any actual prevalence or relevance within the black man's narrative. You see, and it's funny that other people are starting to get it. Other people can see it, but black people, for some reason, refuse to see it. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. But I do want to play this other clip for you guys really quick. This is a white woman speaking. the trope of the absent black father is so pervasive doesn't mean it's true. Now, yes, according to a Centers for Disease Control report, in 2013, 72% of non-Hispanic black women who gave birth were unmarried. But being an unmarried mother doesn't automatically mean that the father isn't involved. And in fact, that's exactly what that CDC report found. When compared to whiter Hispanic fathers, black fathers were actually more likely to be involved in their children's lives in almost every way. They were even more likely to have bathed, diapered, or dressed their kids, eaten a meal with them, played with them, helped them with homework, and taken them to and from activities. And a lot of that held true even when black fathers didn't live with their children. But if we go solely off of what we see in the news media... Where's your dad? Don't really know. Tell me about that. You're just not around. You wouldn't really see black fathers in that way. So other people see it. I mean, they don't have the same resentment, I guess, or bitterness or lack of, uh, excuse me, insecurity blinding them. Other people see that the black man has defeated a lot of the narratives that people still still try to use against us as an excuse. And... That's one thing about Kevin Samuels, because Kevin Samuels' name was obviously mentioned in the caption. Kevin Samuels um, spoke about, I think I have that video as well, where he said, black man, you, you do deserve. Uh, let me see if I can find that one on my phone as well. Let's play that for you really quickly, okay? Uh, no, we're going to be in the boardroom. We're going to be in the boardroom, a very nice boardroom, because we belong there. Then we're going to go have a very nice, a, a great lunch because we belong there. Then we're going to go get first class treatment at two other places because we belong there. Then we're going to go have dinner and dine like kings and get served like fucking princes because we belong there. Then we're going to go socialize like grown damn men, VIP, because we belong there. You know what? Why you belong there? Look in your goddamn wallet. You know why you belong there? Look at your resume. You know why you belong there? Look at the sweat off your brow. Now, what's in your mind? That's all we got to do. Put it in your mind that you belong there. Who's going to stop you? Okay, that's not the video. But there is a video of... Um, sorry, y'all. It's basically, you have to get a little free dose of Kevin. That was not the video. I thought it was. But there's a video where he specifically says 
black man, you know, you have to basically understand that they're they're using these false narratives against you. They're going to hold on to them as much as possible. And you have defeated most of them. You're doing better than your fathers did. You're not walking out on your children. You are going to school. You are majority choosing the school over the streets. Like black men have turned a lot of things around. And when you say that we can't hold black women accountable, first of all, the the and I'm not saying black women are our children, but to a certain extent, women are the children of the earth. That's why we coddle them so much, right? The same way we coddle kids and we protect them even when they do bad. We, hey, come on, that's just a woman, right? The same way we, come on, bro, that's just a, a kid, right? So here's my thing. Just because you're a crackhead or just because you're broke or just because you haven't made much out of your life or just because you um, have bad ways as a parent, should you just sit there and let the kids run amok? What would we say to a parent like that? Seriously. Since you want to talk about leadership so much, right? Since we're supposed to be the leaders. Okay, cool. Parents are the leaders of their kids no matter how terrible of a parent they are. No matter how bad of a person they are and what they've done, right? Because he basically said that we're, we can't hold black women accountable, not because of how we treat black women, but because of how we what we failed to do in life. For ourselves. So let's say that you're a good mom or a good dad, but you yourself ain't shit. You do a lot of stupid shit or you've done a lot of stupid shit or you haven't really simply just made much out of life because he really would talk about accomplishments. So let's just go to accomplishments. So does that mean that you just sit there and let your kids get bad grades? Does that mean that you just sit there and let your kids talk back at school? Does that mean you just let your kids go to juvenile? Does that I mean like seriously? Because based on his logic, beta male logic. You know what I'm saying? Bitch ass nigga logic. And I don't care if he hears this. I'll tell him that to his face. Okay. Based on his stupid logic, a parent that has not made much in life better just shut up when them kids come home and they show that progress report. Oh, okay. You don't take away from kids. Okay. As a friend, you know, you better just sit down and let your friend become a loser like you because since you're one too, you, you better just sit there and just let him do it. Nobody else is going to say nothing to the kid. Nothing else is going to say nothing to your homeboy. Nobody else is going to say nothing to... But but when it comes to black women... But hey, go out there and hold Karen accountable. And you don't... None of us is touching her because she lives in a form of white privilege. If you want to talk about accomplishments and things like that and what who has access to what and who don't have access. Once again, when you bring up women, black women in particular, with their education, that's just access. That's it. Because they're not really doing much with these things. You're talking about they make more money than us. Is that really true? Uh, so, so cause are you talking about there are more black women with money than black men? Because last time I checked, the billion, most of the billionaires in America that are black are men. The last time I checked, these same black women that claim to be getting so much money are still having to turn to OnlyFans and some old shit. I met a girl who was a nurse uh, at a private practice and she tried to sell me some pussy. And sent me porno pics. You don't see black men that are in professional places having to do immoral things also to cover their bills. So what are you talking about? This whole make more money thing. I don't know what city you live in. But when I ride around Atlanta, I see a lot of rich black men. And I don't just judge people off of their car. and no, no, you See, I, I grew up on both sides of the fence. I know a rich person when I see one. I don't care what they have on. <laughs> Trust me, there's a certain, first of all, there's going to be a certain 
way that they carry themselves. There's a certain energy that the people who are really well off in life just have. It's as simple as that. I don't care if they're angry, upset. I don't know what it is. I, I don't I don't look for it per se. But for some reason, I can just tell when somebody's having money and when they're not really having no money for real. Okay, we see a lot of black women flexing like they have it. But see, you fall into that shit because you just like them. You want to believe the false narrative. Now, here's what I wanted to talk to you about. Right. Can we all admit that whether you believe in God or not, God is the image of the ultimate power. Right. I'm saying this because I want everybody to find to hear what I'm about to say. I know some of y'all don't believe in God. So I'm, 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 ta- I'm trying. That's why I'm, I'm saying that I believe in God fully. I don't believe in God. I know he exists. But, you know, what I'm saying, but we'll just we'll just just to just to appease to everyone here. So just say you get the point. Will you admit that technically God is the most is the most high, the most powerful being in the world? Right. He literally created us according to the Bible, according to plenty of other texts, hieroglyphics, all kind of stuff like that. Right. We were created by a higher power, a power that is millions of times more intelligent, million times more powerful, and could honestly destroy us with the snap of a finger, right? Whether you believe it's Zeus, you believe it's um, Horus and the, the Osiris and them, whether you believe it's Jah, Jehovah, Yahweh, whether you believe it's uh, whoever you believe in, it doesn't matter. You you, you believe that, that if there's a God or that you is a God, is a most high, right? Okay, so let's look at the God of the Bible, which most of us are familiar with. The God of the Bible was able to create a whole world that we see before us that's lasted all this time in seven days, right? And, I mean, people can argue that they think that's seven years. They think it's 7,000. I don't give a damn what you think. He is 7,000 years is still, a you know, to create a planet, that's still some good time if you ask me, right? So either way it goes. Powerful being, right? Creates humans. Now, in the Bible, according to the Bible, God was actually showing up to these people, right? We haven't seen him, but he was really here on the planet Earth, physically dwelling on the planet Earth, right? And then even when he kind of pulled back, he sent his son for a short period, right? And then after that, they they both left and then the presence was just here. But at one point, in in the point that I'm about to refer to, God was actually with these group of people that's known as that's now known as the Israelites, right or wrong, right? Okay, so if God himself, and how many times did they stray away from God right there in his presence? Think about when they did an exodus from Egypt, right, into going into the promised land that he promised them. Think about how many times they strayed away from him in, during those those 40 years, which is why it took 40 years. So are you telling me that whether you believe in him or not, that God is not a good leader? Because based on what this guy said, you know what I'm saying, um, if you're a coach and all this other bullshit he said, right? So it's your fault, right? So are you telling me that, are you going to sit here and tell me as a black man that God is not a good leader? Let me tell you something. It don't matter how good of a coach coach you are, good of a leader you are. If they don't want to follow, they're not going to follow. It's called free will. It's as simple as that. And just like God was bringing them or trying to bring them from somewhere they've seen to somewhere that's unseen. Y'all don't hear me, though. I'm going to say that again. Just like God was trying to bring them from somewhere that they've seen to somewhere that's unseen. So that's probably why their faith was shaky. 
See, they lived in a land where they, where they, don't, don't let what I'm saying go over your head, please. Please don't let this go over your head. You're going to miss something important here. They were in a land that worshipped Horus and Osiris and Set and, and, the, and the god of the cattle and, 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 and all these different gods. And they lived in Egypt and they saw Egypt and they felt Egypt. And here comes God and, and Moses and Aaron saying, hey, we're going to take you somewhere that's unseen. Just like black men are trying to do right now. We're trying to take the modern woman who all she knows is this stuff that she's up to. And these are the things that she worships. And these are the things that she lives her life after. And we're trying to say, hey, come over here. Now, the difference is this. It's not really completely unseen. The quote unquote promised land that the, any black man would want for black women. Right. The quote unquote promised land is not something that's completely unseen. This is something that they've kind of seen before. They have at least a glimpse of it. Right. And we can't get them to come. Right. If God couldn't get them to, to understand what they had for them. Trying to take them somewhere, then how you think you going you as a human man without the power, without the intelligence, full of sin, full of mistake, think that you have what it take to lead these beyond reproachable people who are not being held accountable by anybody. Here's the difference. We're not just getting onto them over their hair and stuff like, no, we're getting onto them for things that are destroying them, our children, and the world around them. If we were to just sit back and say to ourselves, well, black men, we're not a, we're not worthy enough to hold the black women accountable. Then trust me, this race will fall to shit faster than you think it is. You better say something to these women. You better try to get them right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all niggas. I'm saying y'all because shit ain't nothing I can do for them. I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? You know? Hey, call me the coach that quit. I'm trying to move on to a different team because at the end of the day, you can't save them. Because every time you try to save them, here comes, you know, Captain save running behind them to tell them these things. You know what I'm saying? And then when they hear that shit, they believe it. Because they don't want to believe Kevin Samuels, but they'll believe what that guy just said. You know what I mean? Let me see. If I, I really want to see if I can find this video. I really want to see if I can find a video of Kevin. I know I have it. I know I have it. I think this is it right here, y'all. Hold on. Yes, I want to see black men and black women together, but I want to see black women valuing black men as black men deserve to be valued. Black men, you are worthy. You have done great things in the last 20 or 30 years you've taken your image back from cops deadbeat dads and everything else you've stepped up to the challenge and this is your time this is your time the gender war is over average at best happened in 2021 that is over 2022 we're going into it self-awareness is sexy men are going to show the work and women are going to show their worth we're going to move forward. We're going to move forward. And if you want to move forward together with us, men are there waiting for you. Men are there working for you. But you're going to earn your spot because he has to earn his value. That was the video I was looking for. Okay. 
since, since he was Kevin Samuels is constantly catching stray bullets from people like Boy. It's like, dude, he's dead. You know, yeah. like you know, what I'm saying you can. His narrative was alive before he got famous. It's going to be alive afterwards. Stop talking about him now. Let's let's um, let's read some of these comments. This going to a lot of y'all off listening. Like, what? But I just got to be very honest with him. When I thought about it, I was like, wait a minute. Who think he discovered fire? Uh, and, and what I will say is this. Here's what I will say. Um, black Black men did play a role. Don't get it twisted. I will never say that it's just... All black women's fault, right? It's all da 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 da. But to me, this conversation is really trying to stray us away from speaking and and speaking on how we feel or what we've observed or what we know, right? And my whole thing is, I'm just saying, no, you're not going to tell us that we can't speak on it. I personally feel like it's a it's beating up a dead horse. That's just my opinion on it, honestly. At this point. As you guys know, I spent years trying to speak about it. I watched Kevin Samuels literally die in the process of speaking about it. You know, we've seen Tommy Sotomayor go through depression speaking about it. It's a draining thing, right? It's a draining thing. Um, to me, it's a dead horse. There, It's prophecy. They're going to have to be where they are for a while. Excuse me. Don't worry. They will have no choice but to come back home eventually. Um but trying to save black women or coach black women or lead black women as a black man, uh, it's it's beating up a dead horse. Good luck, though, to everybody who's still fighting a good fight. Seriously, good luck. I really do wish you luck. Um, but, you know, God had people who strayed. Uh, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X couldn't get niggas right. You know, this shit is I feel like this shit is just destiny at this point, you know, and it's. We can we can go blue in the face talking about it. Honestly, I feel like I'm I'm wasting my time doing this this episode if I could be quite frank with you. But I do still care about black people enough to say talk to the people who do care enough to talk to these women. Um so they don't lose their stance because they're listening to beta males like brother in the video. Um uh this is garbage. 99.99% of the things women are doing. Men have told them it is unnecessary. Other cultures understand what it takes. We don't. Yeah, and, and that's the thing about it. Like, you know, it, it comes back down to what I said earlier. Like, if if you love somebody, you're not going to stop and say, well, damn, I don't have my shit together. You're going to be like, hey, you need to you need to get out of that car. If I'm a gangster, and a lot of a lot of gang members can attest to this, you know, especially in the cities where gang ba- banging is serious. Like L.A., Little Rock, Chicago, New York City, right? And these cities where they really actually get in cars and go and kill each other over colors and neighborhoods and words and stuff like that. You've heard stories where the older gang member who's really been doing this shit will hear about his little homie. They finna get in the car and he'll go snatch him out that car. Would you tell him that he should have let him ride in that car and possibly go to jail or uh, put blood on his hands? Because he did the same thing. No, you wouldn't. So your your argument that because the black man hasn't accomplished much, which is bullshit. As you sit there, you're you seem like you're educated. You have money yourself. Um, 
is is just ridiculous. So we should let them run amok. It just because we may not have our shit together. Like how you sound? What kind of love is that? You know. I wonder if my dad gonna tell me that one day that that's why he just sat back and just let shit happen because he did the same thing. You think I'm gonna respect him for that? You think if my dad come and tell me, you know, when you was young and you was running around, I let you be young and run around because shit, I used to be young and run around too. I'm gonna be looking at him like, nigga, that's why you should have grabbed me. Sometimes people that are not in our bullshit know what's best for us, and sometimes you have to grab people. My ex blamed me for not leaving her. Not my direct ex, but one of my exes from a couple years ago. And I, for the longest time, I just was, I looked at her like she was fucking crazy. I was like, why is it my fault that I didn't leave you? What you mean? You, you were the one that stuck around when I told you this, that, and third. But when she, when she broke it down to me, she's like, no, you were stronger than me at the time. And you knew that. And you knew where this was leading me. You knew where this was leading even you. You knew these things. You didn't want me. You made that very clear. You were supposed to block my number no matter what I did. And I told him my whole thing was, well, when I would block your number, move away, you would just find me. She said, well, you should have. You were supposed to keep blocking me. And to a certain extent, I disagree with her. But as I got older and wiser, I finally see what she was saying because I've had to save people now. And and I and I care about them, so I didn't give a fuck what they didn't want or what they did want. I'm going to make the change. There'd be a lot of people, black, white, it don't matter, that would not be dead right now if somebody around them would have said, you know what? I am not going to just sit back and let this happen. I am going to force them out of this situation. I don't care what they want because four or five years from now when they get over it, they will look back and be like, wow, thank God I had a friend like that. It is not leading. Some matter of fact, you are the most pathetic leader that could possibly be, because you think leading someone should be determined on. Okay, if that's the case, then every NFL coach should have played in the NFL. Every NBA coach, every basketball coach should play basketball. How many basketball coaches trying to coach their team on how coach their young high school players on how to get to the NBA, even though they didn't never make it to past high school? How many NBA players right now can say? Their coach's name, their high school coach's name right now and think their their high school coach more than they even think their college coach. Right. And if we were to go examine all of those high school coaches that help these kids get to the college, that help them get to the NBA. How many of those high school coaches probably were some of the worst players on their team when they were growing up? Probably didn't even play first string, probably didn't make it past junior varsity. But they were able to coach a kid into the ranks of the big major league NBA, NFL, NHL, whatever the case may be. What's the uh the baseball one? MLB. Huh? But based on your logic, they should have just sat there and been like, no. Well, let somebody else do it. But nobody else is stepping up to do it, though. So should I just sit back and let somebody fail and fall because I don't have it together when I know better? It's funny because people used to say Kevin Samuels shouldn't have been giving relationship advice because he was married twice. What the fuck are you talking about? He's seen the full spectrum of marriage two times. You got damn right I want to hear what he has to say. 
You see what I'm saying? I can easily listen to somebody who's married right now as we speak and only been married one time. What does he know? He's still going through it. Seriously. What does he what, what does he really know? He's still going through it. You got damn right. I want to hear what Mr. I've been married twice has to say. You damn right. You damn right. Especially Mr. I've been married twice and now look at me. I'm 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 doing pretty good. I'm making money. I'm I'm making strides. I'm getting in shape. I, I'm well dressed. Yeah, I want to hear what he has to say. You know, and and when I first listened to Kevin Samuels, I did what most people do or should do when you listen to somebody. You take it with a grain of salt. But I pay attention to the message more than I pay attention to the messenger. That's why people say to me all the time, like, you know, you should never listen to a broke nigga on how to get money, and I I, I disagree. Some of the some of the best advice I've ever got was from broke niggas. You know why? Because they did it and failed, and they're just telling me how not to end up where they are. Seriously, I disagree. Some of the best advice and some of the most wise things I've ever heard in my life came from people who didn't accomplish much. We sat outside one time. It was a couple of years ago too. It was after a party in Atlanta, and this tall crackhead nigga walked up. Asking for money. And I think it was me. I said, hey, man, did you used to play basketball or something? He was like, yep. And he explained to us his whole story about how he was literally bound to go to the NBA. And, you know, he went to a party and they were smoking crack. And he smoked some crack. And, you know, chasing girls. And we sat up there. It was a good, diverse group of us, too. Like. And everybody sat there and listened to this man talk. And he told us some things that still stuck with me to this day. This is a crackhead. This is not a CEO of a company. This is not a pastor. This isn't Boyce Watkins. This was a crackhead who was trying to get money for more crack. Told me some of the dopest shit I've ever heard in my life. And for y'all say, well, that says a lot about you. No, that doesn't. Because if you knew some of the people that I know and I've sat around, you would shut the fuck up and mind your mouth. Okay? You don't even want to know what college I just got off the phone with the dean of. You don't know... What kind of people my dad used to bring me around as a child? Shut the fuck up. That's your problem now. Y'all know me. I say things like that because I know what people are going to say. I'm going to go ahead and shut you up before you say it. I know there's going to be people, well, if a crackhead told you the wisest thing, then that's going to show you your life. And, uh, you know, that's to tell you something about yourself. You know how black people are when they hear some shit. They don't understand. You don't want to know. Y'all embarrass you. People who have mentored me or tried to. You know, I have to admit my part there. I definitely will say try to. But yeah, ultimately, because a lot of these paragraphs are fucking long. Um, I do like this comment. I will read this one. 
We're also confused. It's laughable, but more than that, it's eerily sad. Whether it's a man having his shit together or it's a woman who's too masculine or who will allow to lead, who to lead, the thinking desperately needs to be adjusted. It's the intangibles that dictate the fundamental standing. All this finger pointing and reasons why we shouldn't do whatever is keeping us enslaved. First, think nation, think community, think family, I love you. I agree with that to a certain extent. You know, like, it, you know, it does, it just keeps you in, this, in the same place. Because now you have the only person that's going to stop these women or try to stop these women from dis- their destruction. And it's like, no, 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 you guys have to shut up too. And it's like, oh my gosh. You know, this person said, uh, you cannot lead anyone who does not want to be led. They will simply abort the mission or leave the camp. Thank you. It's as simple as that. You know, um, of course, you're a lot of black women preach. That's 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 how they are. You know what I'm saying? That's just how they are. You know, they're going to anything that takes away their accountability and stops someone from holding them accountable too at the same time. Oh, man, that's that's that is that is like the words of God to black women. Like not only did you not only did you not hold me accountable for my shit, you you're also teaching people to shut up and let me just know and see. I, I see a lot of comments referring to dating. I didn't get dating from what he what from what he was saying in the video. Did, did anybody else get it? I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Feel free to message me on Instagram. But my whole thing is like, I did not get that. I just got it in the sense of overall. Like, we can't even talk to, about black women without it coming back to relationship talk. I didn't even think, I didn't even, I never got from that video or from this conversation that it was just about, you know, holding black women accountable with, I don't know, being feminine or whatever. I I, I got more so holding them accountable in general. I mean, because it's not like they're not twerking on children on camera. It's not like they're not beating their kids up on camera. It's not like they're not fighting on airplanes. It's not like they're not out here throwing drinks on each other and running around calling each other bitch and hypersexualizing themselves. It's just not like these things don't happen that are beyond a relationship. It's not like they don't have terrible customer service and their liabilities in every single place of business that they enter. It's not like these things don't happen. I mean, I, 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 I don't see why... Every time someone speaks on black women, it has to go back to dating them or not dating them, like or sticking your dick in them or anything like that. This, the root of everything is going to always be family. However, these women have gone so far. We don't have to just talk about what it's like to date one of them because you don't have to date black women at all to see the shit that they do. You could walk into Walmart right now, any random Walmart right now as we speak. And see the shit that they do. And you're not dating any of them bitches at that Walmart now, are you? You don't have to go anywhere. You could go on Instagram or Twitter or I guess TikTok or Snapchat. I don't use TikTok or Snapchat, but you can. And you can see these things. You don't have to be dating these women to see the stuff that they do that other groups of women just do not do, especially publicly or or nowhere near as consistently, at least, as black women do. 
You know why black women do these things so consistently? Because nobody's holding them accountable because that they are allowed to. They have comfort. But you know why? Because there's a lot of black men who feel like you. We should not hold them accountable. Why they feel that way might be different from why this beta male feels that way. But nonetheless, that's why they feel that way. Me personally, I don't think that they should not be held accountable. I'm just telling you that I'm overdoing it. When I say overdoing, I'm not saying I'm overdoing. I'm saying I'm done trying to get them to change. Fuck them, honestly, with all due respect. With all due respect, and I mean that with all due respect. I don't mean it like fuck them like I hate them or fuck them. I hope they die. I mean fuck them like shit. What do you want me to do? Malcolm had a better group than we do. Couldn't do it. God had a better group than he did. God couldn't do it. Jesus can't save these hoes. The the, the slavery didn't get them didn't get them nowhere. The KKK didn't get them nowhere. Nothing is working. Nothing has worked. Nothing will work. They're going to have to come around on their own. When you read the book Isaiah. Chapter four, verse one, I always refer to that as the biggest proof that they're going to have to come back around eventually. If you read it, nobody is forcing them to come back in that book. They come back. They will come back on their own. They're going to get tired of the rebellion that they have done themselves. Their rebellion is their choice. To bring up degrees and money, that is embarrassing to black women. It, 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 the way black women act and the results that their life has shown, the single motherhood, all these things, the fact that they're the least desired, the, the last to get married, the first to get divorced. Their men are gay, in prison, with white women, Spanish women, single, anywhere but with them. I kind of feel like you should shut up about the education and money thing because it's embarrassing that you have all this going on. You say you have all this ass. You say that you're beautiful. You got black girl magic and life just shows differently. Life just shows differently. At some point, you just kind of got to just shut the hell up. You know, because it's embarrassing that you have all these things, but the results just show the results of somebody who does not have none of those things. At some point, you got to realize that no degree is going to make you a better woman. No money is going to make you a better woman or better human. We can leave the we can even leave the femininity out of this. These these a lot of these women are just not even good humans. All this money, all this stuff. How often do you see any of them give back to anybody? All they're doing is buying themselves more and more shit. That's it. To cover up more and more insecurities and inadequacies. That's it. That's it. So what are we talking about here? God couldn't lead. You're not going to sit up here and blame the, the, the so-called leader all the time. A lot of time nowadays when we see these school shooters, everybody wants to question the parents. Bruh, if you don't get out of here with that shit, is it always the parents' fault? No. I mean, my bad. Does it, does it ever? Yes. But no, not all the time. I know people that are bad people, and I know for a fact that their parents are good people, and not none of you gonna tell me that their parents didn't do a good job. I know people that are that are good people, and I know for a fact that their parents are terrible people. Terrible people. Type of people, you ever seen somebody so bad you want to kill them? That's that's the type of parent I'm talking about. Specific specifically this this one person I know. Okay? 
So leader, leaders, leaders, what's crazy about this at the end of the day, you have to, it, it, like I remember, remember how earlier I just told y'all, people who tried to mentor me, those people are great people. They've got other people to their promised land. But at the time, I was stubborn. I didn't want to hear it. It don't matter what somebody's telling you if you don't want to hear it, bro. And then when you have people enforcing it, and telling other people, hey, don't talk to him. You don't have your shit together. Or, or how could you talk to him when you... That makes a motherfucker feel like not listening to you even more. So now, what you have done, actually, is you've taken more of the leadership away from black men making videos like that. Every time a black man specifically makes a video like that, that's all he's done. That's all he's done. If... You in the sports. If you the leader of the team and the team loses, they gonna come at you, right? Because mm -hmm. you the leader. Mm -hmm. You the quarterback. If we the leader of the community and if black women are so out of control or modern women are so out of control, then ain't that on us? Yeah. Like, then we drop the ball some fucking way? Because when I think about it, like, we are the least... If we're just talking about black men and black women, we are... Less educated than them. Yeah. And it's getting to the point where we even start to make less money than them. Yeah. You see you got laughing. I don't think we even in a fucking position to hold them accountable. Hold each other accountable. Let them hold they let them hold each other accountable. And then we kinda come back and meet in the middle. That last part could work if they were holding each other accountable. <laughs> but they're not. That's what he doesn't realize. And I've even said this before plenty of times, even on Instagram, I've even said it too, where I've had to explain to people, trust me, in an ideal world, I would never speak on you. Because before I open my mouth to speak on you, it'd be a million sisters already talking about you. And I wouldn't have to say shit. I, haven't I not said that, gang? Have I not said that before? I've said it a million times. And I'll say it again right now. In an ideal world, trust me, I would not be sitting up here raising my blood pressure for any of y'all hoes. Because your sisters will be getting you right. The reason why black men have taken upon the black manosphere and things like that is because we noticed that nobody's talking to these women. And if nobody talks to these women or talks about these women and the word gets back to them, then we didn't do our job. As a parent, I am not going to kill myself because you fucked up. As long as I did my, my mom, that's how my mom used to talk to me. And I looked at her like she was crazy as a kid. I used to look at my mom like she was crazy. Like, are you serious? But now that I'm old, I see what she means. I did my job. I sowed the seed. and I'm going to continue to sow the seed. But if you want to take this other path, I'm not going to kill myself because of it. It took me a long time, long time. Honestly, I, it took me into my adulthood to really understand what she was trying to say. Even once I got off that path, I still didn't understand why she used to always tell me that. She did her job. At least in the long run. If black women decide that they don't want to listen to this podcast, they don't listen to Kevin Samuels, they don't listen to Minister Jap, they don't listen to Boy, uh, uh, O'Shea Duke Jackson or whoever, Mediocre Toys Reviews, whoever is speaking to them or about them, at least we could feel like, well, we did our part. We didn't just sit back and just watch the fucking decline where the quote unquote most educated group is just going to shit. Have you not? I mean, there's not an incline. You can let the Range Rovers and the free food on Instagram fool you. The mentality is going into a decline. 
We see it every day. We see it every day. With that being said, I can feel good. I can sleep like a baby at night knowing, well, I did my part to a group that nobody, everybody's too afraid to speak on and trying to find every excuse not to speak on or speak to. But you say you love them, though. Come on, man. Come on. But you say you love them, though. So if we love them, wouldn't we speak to them no matter what we do or don't have? Because we've seen we've seen this before. You know what we've seen this before with black men. See, brothers like him, they forget that part of history because they choose not to want to see that part of history. But we've seen this before. You see, remember when we went from calling each other, hey, brother, hey, brother, hey, brother, the nigga. And what that energy brought. Now, what what did you see for a long time? And it's just now starting to kind of flip again. What do we see? Niggas, right? So we just watched a black woman go from, hey, sister, hey, sister, hey, bitch. What's up, bitch? And what are we seeing? What's coming with it? Bitches. Right? So we've seen this play out before. Even if you weren't there, you've seen it. You watched it happen. Right? So maybe we're just trying to save them from that because we know this route that they're going down. We have somewhat of an idea. The difference is this. The difference is this. When we were going on that route, oh, we got told about ourselves. Oh, yeah, the media told us about ourselves. The the um, the white people told us about ourselves. The few good brothers that was around back then told us about ourselves. We were being held accountable by, by black men. Black women were telling us about themselves, about ourselves. Everybody was telling us about ourselves. We were held accountable. And that's why my generation turned around, turned, turned the narrative. They. Going on the same path that we went down around the late 60s, early 70s, 80s. They're going through that path more so around now. And they are not being held accountable. Black women aren't telling them that they're in the wrong. Black men aren't speaking up. The media wants nothing to do with criticizing them. You know, they avoid it. Because truthfully, 16 and Pregnant on MTV could have and should have been an all-black show. But it was mostly white girls. Why do I think they why do you think they went and grabbed a whole bunch of white girls to a show called 16 and Pregnant? I'll let you figure that one out on your own. So what you have to understand is that this is where this is this is why I, I personally tell people, man, you gotta get off the train, man. You gotta get off this whole black people train. Because it, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. You're gonna be on that train forever. You know, get off the train, man. It's like Polar Express. The difference is we never end up in the North Pole, man. You know? So I'll let y'all figure that out on your own. Um, if you feel to keep putting up a good fight, don't let nobody tell you to put up a good fight. Not me or anybody else. 
Okay, don't let none of these these niggas try to tell you that you can't tell them this and you know you could tell people whatever the fuck you want to tell them. Cause that's what a leader does. It's your boy Tommy Via Ross X and I'm out.